Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Mads podcast. I'm Min Dong. I'm Matt Giglio. Ten days left till the college basketball season begins. Yeah, ten days left. We can finally start the countdown. Well, we've been starting the countdown ever since uh, last year's March Madness has ended, but the countdown really starts at ten days, and I could not be more excited. Yes, sir. And obviously, uh, conference number two of the Power Five, obviously this one, along with uh, dearly love the Big Ten up today. Uh, Big Ten, man, it's been one of the most dominant college uh, basketball conferences in the past couple of years. Obviously, last year was very special as I don't, I don't know the exact number, but it was at least eight or nine teams that made it to March from the Big Ten. We'll do a quick rundown. Hopefully, I did not forget a team like I did last time with my fellow Clemson Tigers. We got Michigan that made it, Illinois that made it, Maryland made it, Ohio State made it, Rutgers made it, uh, Michigan State technically made it, yes. Uh, Iowa made it, Wisconsin made it, and I believe that is it. So that is eight teams. Uh, you can quote me if I missed one because I don't think I did this time. But, uh, yeah, Big Ten obviously looking like a – I forgot Purdue. Um, nine. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, uh, okay, I caught myself before I ended it. But, uh, yeah, so nine teams made it to the Big Ten from uh, last year's March Madness. Going to be hopefully that once again this season. Yeah, uh, let's just get started. You've been going first a lot, so I will go first this time with my Big Ten player of the year. That is Jaden Ivey of Purdue. Um, he's, he's, he's due for a breakout. A lot of media says he's due for a breakout. He looked like he broke out at the USA U19s, 11 points, three and a half rebounds, two assists last year. It's going to increase dramatically this year. Yeah, I 100% agree. Uh, Ivy definitely due for a breakout year. A lot of people have it uh, coming. I do as well after what I saw. And this summer in the U19s, he definitely lived up to that hype. Uh, very excited for that Purdue team as they got a lot of guys who are hopefully going to have breakout years. Shout out to our boys Zach Eady as well. And now uh, my, my player of the year is going to be a little bit different. I got uh, Kofi Colburn here from Illinois. Uh, he is a beast, man. I love Kofi, King Kofi. He is one of the best big men in all of college basketball. Uh, big Ten, man, they got a lot of great big men, but I think Kofi is the best of the bunch uh, for this Big Ten. So that's why I got him here. 17.5 points a game, 9.5 rebounds, 1.5 blocks per game. He's the big man, and uh, he's going to be huge for Illinois once again, as he was last year. Uh, with Ayo Dusumo gone, he didn't, Kofi needs to step up a little bit more, honestly. So I, I think he's going to have a, a couple uh, – a better production, and hopefully with his stats. Yeah, definitely agree. With you. Uh, for my dark horse, I'm going with Rutgers here. What a season they had last year! They made the tournament. They beat your school, Clemson, and I, I totally forget who they lost to. Houston. They lost to Houston. That was that was a game they they could they should have won, but they just didn't win. And yeah, three stars, some of the bench return. Ron Harper Jr., Geo Baker. That that's an elite backcourt in my opinion. And Miles Johnson, he's gone. Cliff Umu, how do you say his last name? Oyumori, I think. Yeah, Oyumori. Uh, he's finally the starting big man. I heard he's he's going to break out soon, too. Uh, this team should be very competitive. They have a, good, a lot of good players from last year's team returning. Definitely, and uh, a lot of good dark horses. Uh, I'm going to go with Northwestern as mine. Uh, Northwestern looks to be pretty good this year, man. Uh, four stars and some of the bench players do return. This team was ranked at one point last year, if you do remember, and they also started 3-0 and in conference play. Uh, obviously, that didn't really live up to the hype as it was a very roller coaster like season for them. It started off very good, uh, ended up pretty, pretty bad. But uh, they do return uh, three double digit scores and Chase Ayugi, uh, Pete Nance, and also our boy Boo Booey. Also, shout out to Casey Simmons. We'll talk about him a little bit later. He's going to be another big piece to this Northwestern success. Definitely a good dark horse in my eyes. So, sorry for the technical difficulties. Someone's computer had to, had to go. Uh, yeah, at number 14. 
every place has a last place. Every conference has a last place team. Obviously, I haven't said that in a while. Uh, in the Big Ten, that is Minnesota. Year one for new head coach Ben Johnson. In my opinion, is a strange hiring, but uh, he's an alumni, so he must he must know something. And Minnesota must know something we don't know. Not uh, bringing a lot of transfers led by Jameson Battle from George Washington, but you can clearly tell this is a rebuild year for them. Oh yeah, hundred percent agree. Uh, definitely, it's good to hear every uh, conference has a last place team once again. I mean, it's not it's not the best phrase you could use, obviously, because this team's in last for both of us. But uh, Minnesota, I think, definitely uh, is the last place team in this Big Ten. Uh, obviously, they return no stars and only a couple bench players, and they lose a lot of great guys like Marcus Carr is gone and Mashburn, and you can go on and on about who is gone from this Minnesota team. So uh, definitely rebuild mode for new head coach Ben Johnson, especially. Yeah, and uh, at number 13, we got another first-year head coach, first-time head coach at Penn State with Michael Shrewsbury. Obviously, we know him pretty well. He was the assistant coach with the Celtics. They would meet no Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown without him, so shout-out to him. And, yeah, Penn State, they bring in a lot of good guys, too. Jalen Pickett from Siena and a lot more, um, but this is another rebuild program. Yeah, and for my number 13 team, I am going with a team that I loved really dearly, and I still do, but uh, I think this year might be a down year as we saw glimpses of it last year. Uh, if you see behind me, it's right above my hoop. Wisconsin is my number 13 team. I, tell you, I, hate, I hate to put it here, but uh, Wisconsin, man, only one starter and some bench players do return. They had an up-and-down season especially. I think it's time to rebuild a little bit, obviously, with this team. Uh, I really do think that they're losing a lot of great key pieces, but they do return Brad Davison, who is kind of the core guy, or I, I think he is at least. But uh, they do bring in Chris Vogue from Cincinnati, but I think it's really time to look into the future. Jonathan Davis is back. He's probably the future piece that they need to build around. And uh, Brad Davison, man, he's been in the league for a while, college basketball for a while. But uh, it's, it's his last go around, so he's not going to go out without a fight. So that's what I love about him. I think Wisconsin is definitely going to have yeah, and uh, I have a mid-episode switch. I'm putting Wisconsin at number 12 now. You are you are 100% right. One start and some bench players return. And, yeah, you had very high expectations for them. Was this your national championship team? Uh, it was, yes, before. Yeah. I mean. Uh, that was the preseason national championship team of Matt Giglio. Unfortunately, it did not. It wasn't a good call whatsoever. But, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Just, just another long rebuild for this program. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, this team, this team did pretty. They looked very good against UNC uh, last year. They, they had a good chance to beat Baylor. I mean, they kept it pretty close. So, shout out to Wisconsin. I mean, they're a good team. The football team's looking pretty good as we speak. But uh, shout out to the football team. But uh, yeah, basketball team. Uh, I hope it does good. But uh, I think it's definitely time for a rebuild for Wisconsin. So now moving to my number 12 team, I do have Penn State here. So flip-flop in our positions. Two stars, some of the bench players do return for Penn State. Uh, they were very competitive in a lot of games last year. They gave a lot of high teams a run for their money. I remember one game vividly in the Ohio State game. Penn State, man, they almost won that game, and they had some good upsets themselves this past season. Two goes are top two in Marion Jones and Isaiah Brockington. Do return Seth Lundy, who we thought was going to leave as well, but thankfully he's coming back. So uh, obviously Jalen Pickett coming in, new head coach Micah Shrewsbury, who you talked about. They have a very good chance to make the march, even though they are the 12th seed in this big time. Yeah, Penn State, hell of a season last year under an interim coach. Um, made it to the bubble all the way to the end of the season. But at number 11, I have Nebraska here. Three stars, some bench plays returned. The McGowan brothers, finally Trey McGowan. He's been there for a while. 
Bryce McGowan's five-star recruit, and they have Alonzo Verge as well. That backcourt is probably one of the best in the Big Ten. This team is, is on the rise finally. Yeah, um, oh man, Nebraska definitely on the rise. And this is my number 11 team as well. Uh, three stars, like you talked about, some bench players do return. This team definitely on the rise for sure. Trey McGowan's coming back. Brother Bryce McGowan's coming in. Also Alonzo Verge, a Nebraska man. A, definitely a team to monitor this year because they could, they could definitely boom in the Big Ten. But uh, I think it might take maybe one more year to them to get to March. But uh, this team definitely has a good chance to make it there. As uh, It's definitely a step in the right direction as it was last year. Because uh, they, they, they were down the dumps uh, the past couple of years before that. But, uh, man, shout out to Coach Fred Hoiberg, man. He's doing a pretty good job at Nebraska. And hopefully that continues as his hopefully tenure goes on. Yeah, now getting to the top ten. At number ten, I have Iowa here. Two starters and the bench return. Uh, what, a, what a season Iowa have. But they lose Luca Garza, Joe Wieskamp, and C.J. Frederick. They do return Jordan Bohannon, which is like his sixth year, I feel like. And they've seen a lot more as well. Key and Bradley do for a breakout for Iowa as well. They're they're gonna compete, but I don't think they're gonna. They're, I think they're on the bubble. But yeah, that, that's just me. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Iowa is my number ten team as well, and I was very surprised. One thing we did not mention: uh, the the preseason All American team for the Big Ten. I think it had eleven players on it. Um, I was very surprised by that. Key and Bradley is one of those guys. I was also pretty surprised by that. I know he's due for a breakout year, but. Putting him in an All-American with a lot of these elite Big Ten players were questionable to me, but uh, hey, hopefully it proves us right. Uh, two stars, some of the best players do return, like you talked about for Iowa. You talked about the guys they lost. Uh, they also bring in Philip Rebecca uh, from Notre, uh, North Dakota, not Notre Dame, excuse me, uh, who's a pretty solid transfer, I'd say, but uh, I really do think uh, it depends on health because uh, this team was another team that was banged up a lot last year. Uh, both of the McCaffrey brothers are also back, so hopefully Coach Fran, Fran McCaffrey and uh, hopefully have a healthy team, and uh, this team can maybe compete. I think they're in the bubble, but I really don't think I was going to thrive as I did last year. Yeah, and at number nine, I have Northwestern here. Four stars and some veterans return. And this team was a top 15 team three weeks into the season, so they were a pretty good team. Something just happened, and they just started losing games, and they, they couldn't stop losing. And, uh, yeah. It's like, oh, you know what happened? Do you know what happened? No. The Big Ten happened. The Big Ten happened. That's what happened. But they started 3-0. and I know, but the Big Ten happened. I mean, it caught up to them eventually. But I think that's what happened, at least. But Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Big Ten happened, like you said. Big Ten, one of the best conferences in college basketball. But, yeah, shout out Casey Simmons. Uh, I think I've said this before, but fun fact, I used to play with him back in the fourth grade. There's a picture. If I'm not lazy, I'll put the picture on. on. <laughs> I, I think you were lazy last time, but I, I might I might have my memory wrong. But uh, <laughs> not the dirty under the bus. But uh, now it's time for my number nine. I have Northwestern here as well. Uh, four stars and some of the best players do return for this Northwestern team, like you talked about. Ranked at one point. Uh, this is my dark horse team. Like I talked about, the three guys coming back, Chase UG, Pete Nance, and also our boy Boo Booey. Shout out Casey Simmons, like you talked about. Very good story that you talked about. Uh, once before, I don't remember when, but probably when he committed, honestly. But uh, yeah, Northwestern definitely a low tier dark horse, uh, and they could definitely make some noise. Maybe it to March, I don't know. It's definitely a question mark, but I think they have a very good chance. Mm -hmm. At number eight, I have Ohio State here. Three stars, some bench players return. Tough March Madness for them, losing to Oral Roberts. Obviously, Oral Roberts, you guys know the story. Uh, Dwayne Washington is gone, but EJ Liddell, Justice Suing, is also returning. 
Um, they have a lot of good transfers as well. This team, I'm not going to lie, if they had Dwayne Washington, uh, uh, this would be my national championship team, but they don't, and I think they dropped to number eight in the Big Ten because of that. Yeah, I mean, I got Ohio State pretty high. I have I have good expectations for them. I've, after what happened last year, I think they're going to have a Virginia-type season, even with, the, even though they do lose to Wayne Washington, Jr. Uh, I just had a good feeling about them, so I got them higher. So my number eight team, I got Indiana here. Uh, I believe this is your dark horse, correct? Oh, uh, no, you're Rutgers, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, but, yeah, Indiana, definitely a team who could be a dark horse as well in this conference. Uh, you're one of Mike Woodson, man. Three stars and some of the bench players do return. Uh, they missed March last year. They had a pretty iffy season. I mean, they lost in the first round of the Big Ten tournament, and obviously that's why uh, they, Archie Miller is gone. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they do return Trace Jackson Davis, one of the better players in this conference as well. But they bring in some pretty good transfers led by Xavier Johnson from Pitt, Michael Durr from uh, South Florida, and also Miller Coop, or Cop, excuse me, from Northwestern. So uh, Indiana could be pretty good under Mike Woodson, who has a lot of good NBA experience. And that's definitely translated in the Big Ten especially You've seen a lot of good NBA players slash coaches that have gone to the Big Ten and seen success. I mean, we saw it with Fred Hoiberg, Jawan Howard. You can kind of say that as well. So I hopefully see success with Mike Woodson. Yeah. Uh, at number seven, I have Michigan State here, one starter. Some bench players return. Very disappointing season last year, but they did make it to March. Joey Hauser is one of the only starters back. <clears throat> and all the benches back from last year. Max Christie, five-star recruit, and Tyson Walker, one of the best transfers from Northeastern are in. And, yeah, uh, like you put in your spreadsheet, Izzo shines in March. Izzo does shine in March, man. And uh, they had a very wild season themselves. So I remember the whole uh, Michigan State poster <laughs> drama. I completely forgot about all that good stuff. Uh, when we put the poster up, they seemed to be pretty bad. When we took it off, they seemed to be pretty good. Could have been us, could have not been us, but uh, shout out to Sparty regardless. Uh, they sent us the posters, so we got we to gotta rep them. Uh, I should have put that in my background if I thought about it, but I did not. So maybe I'll do a Thanksgiving switch when I go back home. But, uh, yeah, Michigan State, man, one starter. Some of the bench players do return. Uh, disappointing season, up and down season, despite making it to March like you talked about. Uh, you talked about the key pieces, Max Christie, Tyson Walker. Izzo shines in March. That's pretty much all you need to know. He'll, he'll, make, a, he'll make a roster very good. I don't think they made the preseason AP poll. Uh, I, I don't think they deserve to be in there just yet, but they definitely could be ranked. Yeah. Uh, at number six, I have Indiana here. Like you said, year one of Mike Woodson, three starters and some bench return. Trace Jackson Davis was just named the preseason All-American, and he has every right to do so. He's a terrific player. Lots of transfers in. I think this team will compete, and they'll do a lot better than last season. Definitely, and definitely expect them to, hopefully, with Mike Woodson now. But now time for my number six team. I got your dark horse, Rutgers, here. Three stars, some of the bench players do return for Rutgers. Another March Madness team, obviously, as they beat my Clemson Tigers. They return Ron Harper Jr., Geo Baker. This team could struggle, though, I think, without Miles Johnson as the big man. Also, Montez Mathis, a very key piece of this team as well. Uh, I would think this team could struggle without a big man because uh, you need a good presence down low. Ron Harper Jr., maybe you can consider him a big man. I, I know he probably can't play center, but he can play forward. But uh, I really do think they might struggle without a big man because a lot of these elite teams in the Big Ten have a very dominant big man, and that's what we've noticed. So uh, hopefully they can compete. But Rutgers definitely a dark horse as well. Yeah, my dark horse is at number five. Uh, like you said, I think they're going to compete with three starters and some of the bench back. And they just found a way to win games. That's what happened last year. 
Yeah, definitely agree with you. They found ways to win. Uh, when it mattered the most, definitely agree with you right there. And my number five team, I got Ohio State here. Uh, you're very low on them, I think, personally. But they do return three stars and some of the bench players. A very tough run in March, obviously, as most of you already know. They lost to Wayne Washington Jr., return E.J. Liddell, which is a big piece, and Justice Suing as well. Uh, Damari Wheeler from Penn State comes in. Also, Cedric Russell from Louisiana comes in. So I think Ohio State should be all right at the point guard position, even though Dwayne Washington Jr. is gone. But uh, I really do think Ohio State should compete because they're going to be a very good team this year, and they have a chip on their shoulder especially. Yeah, at number four for me, I have Maryland, three starters, and some bench players return. Pretty good season last year. Unfortunately, they lost to Alabama. That was a very good offensive game. And Wiggins, Darimorsa are both gone, but Eric Ayala, Dante Scott are back. They also bring in Fats Russell from URI and Kudis Wahab from Georgetown. They should be very good this season. And I'm very sad Aaron Williams decided not to stay. Yeah, that was one of the bigger decisions, I think, this offseason. Uh, if, if he stayed, Maryland could probably jump up a couple spots in these rankings. But obviously, he is gone. But I do have Maryland at number four as well. Three stars and some of the best players do return for this team like you talked about. Uh, that was a very good high-scoring affair with Alabama they had, but uh, obviously came up a little bit short. Uh, Aaron Wiggins, like you talked about, Morsell are gone. Ayala, Scott back. Uh, pretty much you said it all. That's Russell and Wahab coming in. I think this team should be pretty good. And uh, Mark Turgeon, man, he's a very good coach. One of the underrated coaches, I think, in all of college basketball. So uh, hopefully they can do some good stuff. And Terps could be a pretty good seed this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edwin Wiggins, Big Ten Player of the Year forever. But uh, at number three, I have Michigan here. Two stars, some bench players return. I had I gave Michigan a brutal ranking last year. I think you did as well. And I said, uh, Jawan Howard has to prove it. And he did. He did prove it. He, he loses a lot, but he returns Hunter Dickinson, Eli Brooks, and so much freshman. They have a top five recruiting class and Devontae Jones from Coastal Carolina. Uh, I have faith in Jawan Howard this year. Yeah, I definitely do as well. And Michigan is going to be a very good team, but I do have them one spot higher. I got Illinois here at number three. Three stars and most of the bench players do return for this team. This run was cut very short in March Madness. They had a very tough bid in the loyal Chicago. Uh, probably the not probably the worst mid-major team you want to face when it comes to March because that team definitely gives you uh, nightmares. But uh, obviously they do lose All-American Ayo Dusumu. They return Kofi Coburn, who is an All-American as well. Uh, and they also return Trent Frazier and Andre Cubello, who are going to be two key pieces for this Illinois success this year. Also, Alfonso Plummer from Utah uh, and Omar Payne coming in from Florida. Illinois should compete once again, especially. But obviously losing Dusumu, we'll see how that works out for them. But they got two good guards coming back. I should hopefully carry the slack for this. Yeah, at number two, I got Illinois. Uh, so we f- essentially flip-flop three studs and some of the bench return. Kofi Coburn is back. And, yeah, they have a lot of very good players, a lot of good teams. They're very deep. Uh, should go deep in the tournament this year. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. It should go hopefully deep. Uh, hopefully deeper than last year, we should say that. But now my number two team, Michigan, is my number two team. You just talked about them a little bit earlier, but two stars and some of the bench players do return. Very good season last year. Obviously cut a little bit short due to UCLA's success. Uh, they do lose Franz Wagner, Isaiah Livers, and Hunter Dick. Uh, excuse me. Uh, Franz Wagner and Isaiah Livers do bring back Hunter Dickinson and Eli Brooks. And also they lose my boy Mike Smith. So shout out to him real quick. Uh, they bring in a plethora of good freshmen, plus Devontae Jones from Coastal Carolina, Jawan Howard. Hopefully he sees a success. I was trying to look for where I had them ranked last year because I think I might have had them a little bit higher than you. But I, I might be losing my memory. But I cannot find 
where the episode was that we did that because it was so long ago. But yes, Michigan definitely my number two team for sure. Yeah, and uh, the number one team for me, the Purdue Boilermakers, the top seven, including the uh, starting five, return for this team. Purdue looks very dangerous. Jane and Ivy, my player of the year, Travion Williams, who I think is my runner-up because I'm just that that excited for Purdue this year. I think they're going to be an elite team in college basketball. Yeah, they should be very elite. And uh, last year, obviously, very disappointing March Madness for them. Uh, North Texas gave, gave them a very good run and uh, just obviously fell a little bit short. But obviously, the top seven do return for this Purdue team. They look to be a very good team. And uh, I have this team as definitely – this team's definitely, in my eyes right now, they are another team who could be uh, low tier. Not low tier, but, like, they could be a national champion. I could definitely see Purdue being a national champion. Uh, they do return, obviously, Williams and Ivy. Also, our Zach Eady, man. You guys, you don't you, you stop sleeping on Zach Eady. Everyone should know this by now. But uh, this team looks to be very elite, man. I am very excited to see what this team ceiling has because I think national championship potential is definitely there. So shout out to our boy uh, Steve, the big Purdue fan uh, that we all know. So hopefully they see success this year because I'm riding them this year. I was, I was pretty big on them last year as well, but this year especially should be the year for Purdue. Yeah, and the question we ask at the end of every, every uh, preview, how many bids do you think this conference will get? It's going to be a big number. Yeah, it's going to be a big number for sure. Uh, last year, obviously, like I talked about, it was nine teams. This year, this year I think it can get to ten. I think I think it's a little bit better this year. I think it's a lot more – the talent is a lot more widespread this year than a couple powerhouses last year. Uh, obviously, I think a couple teams are definitely on the bubble right now. Uh, probably Northwestern. I think Indiana might be on the bubble as well, but you got Iowa and Nebraska and even Penn State's on the bubble as well. So I think it could get to maybe – I think it could get to up to maybe 12 teams that can make a bid. But being more realistic, I think it's probably going to be around nine. But 10 could be the magic number, I think, for the Big Ten. Yeah, uh, I think they're getting at least eight in this year. And I think a realistic number is, is nine. I think 10 is a, a bit of a stretch, but we got to see how the season pans out, obviously. Yeah, we got to see how the season pans out, definitely. But regardless, Big Ten, one of the better conferences in college basketball. It was definitely the best conference last year. This year, you can make a case for it. But uh, I think we both have other conferences that might be a little bit better this year than the Big Ten, but still one of the better powerhouses in all of college basketball or conferences. The next one up, the third of the Power Fives. We got the Big 12 up next to that one. I'm very excited for it. As you know, my fellow te Texas Longhorns are in that conference, so I'm very excited to get those horns hooking once again because uh, they're going to be very good this year, and most of us already know that. But uh, I was just a year too early, as we all know. So uh, very excited for that one. But you also, the Big 12's got a lot of powerhouses themselves, Kansas yeah. The national champions, Baylor, who are hopefully bringing it once again. But we'll see what happens. But obviously, Big 12 looking to be very good this year. So, Yeah. Uh, the almighty Big 12, obviously, you named the top three teams uh, in no order, obviously. But, uh, yeah, 10 days left. Like I keep saying, I cannot be more excited. Yeah, Nike and I am very excited, and I just can't wait for these preseason games. I mean, these preseason games have been very entertaining. I haven't watched one myself, but I've been seeing some high stats and highlights. So that, those themselves are very exciting but, uh, and very enticing as well. Uh, but, yeah, I'm just really excited for the season to start as we got 10 days left. And it's funny, the Big Ten is with 10 days left because uh, it just makes perfect sense. So I'm very excited to get to it. And uh, Big 12, uh, Pac-12, SEC, and then we are now done. And, uh, obviously – it is Halloween uh, tomorrow, I believe, is the date. So it is Saturday. And uh, 
And I see you are getting into your festivities with the costume. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to put it on. But uh it's <laughs> a struggle over there, aren't you? I'm trying I'm trying to stall this for you as you try and put it on. Uh yeah, I mean Mar Marsh Madness obviously is very scary itself. That would be very cool to be a bracket for Halloween, but uh, uh you can now show us your very nice face from uh the movie Saw, I believe. Yeah. Uh, happy Halloween, guy. <laughs> yeah, happy Halloween indeed. Ten days left till the season begins. And uh, I think this is all we have for today. So uh, that is all we have. Thank you guys for tuning in, as always. And it's always March, baby. Always March, baby. Ten days left.